Can you hear it at all? Nope, not at all. The music is always, huh? Yep, yep. That's beautiful because I got ATVC on this end. Choose the thrill. What a deal. Too many women, too many bills. What's up, everyone? Happy, happy, happy Thursday. It's a thirsty Thursday here in the Delaware Valley and in the ATL. That's right, man. Uh, I am fired up to be here. I'm sorry that my music doesn't come in. It's a shame that only I can rock out. Why is it that you can always hear the closing music, but you can't hear the intro? Because it's better, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you put yourself on mute. I don't uh, know. Maybe, maybe. Um, so how's, how's your Thursday going? It's good, man. Good Thursday. It's a great Thursday, as a matter of fact. It's rainy, but uh, getting a lot awesome. done. And uh, yeah, man, things are great. How about for you? It's beautiful out here in the uh, North Wilmington area. It's about 88 degrees out right now in April. So, I mean, that's pretty darn good. April 13th. Um, yeah. Did and you aspire to be like a radio uh, meteorologist? Because you always talk like Dave, a Like a Dave Roberts, a Dave Roberts or a uh, Cecily Tynan. I don't have the legs for Cecily, though. No, 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 no. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe like an old school Dave Roberts who I heard on the radio the other day. But um, oh. yeah, he was talking to the cuz. But oh, okay. yeah, you, you always like that. You, you have this like meteorologist persona that you put on when we talk sometimes and when you talk about the weather, which, you know, it's, it's lovely. It's nice. I mean, the weather, the weather has been really, really nice this year, which has really got me through this year. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I'm just... I'm so grateful that it's nice out. It's nice and sunny. And yeah. it's nice because obviously, you know, start of baseball season, it's two weeks in now. And um, your fighting fills are, you know, I know mostly this will be a base, a basketball show today, but um, fills are struggling a little bit um, with the nice weather. You know, you would hope that through two series against the Reds and the, uh, the Marlins, they'd be doing better. And I guess, Starting off with the, uh, I guess, starting off with Texas against Jacob DeGrom and the Yankees, that they would be better than where they're at right now. And, uh, you know, we always get a little anxious with these April starts. Of course, it's very early in the season. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, any thoughts on the Phils? Uh, what is the start right now? What is the record going into the fifth series of the year? Well, you know who they play. They play the Reds again this tonight. They play the Reds again, right? So four. they're four and eight right now. I mean, I, I'm not worried about it. Like, like, I, you know, I'm not. I some of the things, the base running blunders that they're making, those need to be fixed. Uh, Wheeler looked a lot better yesterday against the Fish than he had in his previous two starts. Still think Nola's getting used to the pitch clock, and I think it's fair to to have some questions about him. I think Rager Suarez, from what I read yesterday, looked awesome in his bullpen session. So he's progressing just as you would like him to. I and uh Cristobal Sanchez is already on a you know, he's rehabbing and how much he's gonna help, I'm not sure. But uh, you know, Strom has showed up as as an excellent, he's been excellent fifth starter right now and then you got Bailey Falter so the lower part what's interesting is if you look at the Phil's pitching staff the lower part of that staff has been doing their job it's yeah. Nola who hasn't been it is the bullpen you know and um my boy Dominguez Sir Anthony unfortunately has had a couple of rough outings uh, Craig Kimbrell is showing everyone why they're going to need to invest heavily in some type of an acid um, or perhaps a relaxer uh, every time he enters the game, because he's just like, it's going to be disastrous with him. I think, I don't, I don't even think he, I think last episode I said by the end of May, or maybe that was in a text. I said, he won't be our closer by the end of May. And I do believe that. So but the Phils just need to clean up a few areas. Um, you know, Stott's hitting, Bohm's hitting, Cassianos hasn't been terrible. Uh, I think JT. I was talking not- to Rich. I was talking to Rich about that last night. He was yeah. saying that Cassianos is starting to hit. Yeah, 
He's been hitting, yeah. and, and he was hitting in the four hole. Uh, he was hitting in the four hole a little bit. So, you know, he's hitting uh, a little bit. Uh, Marsh, Marsh has looked really good. Um, I, I just think it's a matter of this team putting it together, eliminating these these silly errors, and tightening up the bullpen a little bit. And then I do think there are some reinforcements on the way. And then you heard the – I'm not sure if you heard this news, which is strange. I read this in the New York Times today. How does a Philly newspaper not have this scoop that Bryce Harper has been working out at first base and he wants to do whatever it takes if, if it's playing first base to get him back sooner, then that's what he wants to do. And he's he's working out at first base, and the Phils have, you know, an opportunity because if they move him to first base – then um, you know, then they could DH either Schwarber or Castellanos and kind of rotate those guys in and out while Derek Hall is rehabbing his uh, for two months, right? I think it's two months, Derek Hall. Yeah, surgery. Yep. Yeah. So I don't. I you know, while I understand that there's some concern about the Phils, uh, I I think it's it. This is it's April, right? And, uh, two weeks it's, in, it's only two weeks in also. So Right. You and I talked about this last week. Remember how how rough the, the first, what, like more than quarter, maybe first third of the season was last year under Girardi, yeah. and then they, they brought in Tomper, and, uh, you know, that seemed to turn things around. So I think that this team's going to get it together. Look, the, the defending world champion Houston Astros are only six and seven, right? So the Phils right. are four. So I mean, they're they're not far off that off the pace. That far off the pace. Uh, the Braves are off off to a decent start. They're nine and four, and they're four and a half up on the Phils. But I, I, you know, the Phils are. I'm not worried. Okay. Long it's a long answer to a a good story, though. A good story. Baseball's had an interesting start. Obviously, the 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 Tampa Bay. Uh, Phenomena is is interesting with Tampa Bay. I think they're twelve and zero right now. Tampa Bay yep. undefeated and and going for their thirteenth straight win tonight. And it's a great story for Tampa Bay if you if you follow Tampa Bay and you follow the baseball stadium, um, you know situation. Are they going to actually get a stadium and stay in the Tampa Bay area? More likely that they're going to be in Saint Saint Petersburg. Um, where they're going to have a replacement stadium for the um, dome there. Um, but, you know, it, it couldn't happen to a nicer organization. I, I think they're, you know, I, I love Tampa Bay. I love their minor league system. I love what they do. Um, another team in the AL East that's been hidden supposedly on the radio, I hear a lot about those Baltimore Orioles, which is great because they're only about an hour and a half away from me. And I'd love to go down there and see them play as well. And the funny thing about the Orioles is they're only six and six, but you know, they, yeah. they've been, they've been so wretched in previous years that they have some young talent that's finally maturing now. Only so six and better. six. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. I mean, I, you, you'd think that they would be better, but um, yeah, the, the Rays are the, the story of baseball right now. They undefeated. Yeah. They, they have this, uh, you know, historically they have been known to be a very frugal organization and, but they have, through that frugality and through all these trades that they've made over the years, they've been able to bring in a ton of young talent um, and cultivate this young talent. And who's their manager? That I don't know. <laughs> it's probably the highest paid person in the organization is their manager and their general manager. Their players are not paid very well. So no, nope. But it's exciting to see and good for them that they are off to a 12 and 0 start. They have, uh, some really nice young pitching uh, on that team. And, um, you know, Juan DeFranco has just been unbelievable, uh, their shortstop. So uh, they're playing really, really well. Exciting to see that. Um, yeah, and, I mean, baseball's back. I mean, do you feel – and I don't know if this is because I just started playing fantasy baseball and I'm more into baseball now – but I feel like there is more buzz and more excitement about baseball than there has been in a while. Do you feel that too? I would, I would say so. I think people, I think the Tampa Bay story is pretty darn nice too. I mean, I think it's a nice story. Yeah. I think in some of these changes, I think they're, it's brought interest back into the game. So again, kudos to baseball for, for I think it, uh, maybe a two and a half hour game is a big deal though. Um, yeah. I heard this interesting announcement. They, they want to stop selling beer at the sixth inning because the games are ending sooner. The time is ending sooner. So the idea is that 
the engine, the sixth inning, the beer sales, and then that way you don't have to worry about drunk drivers going out there. I thought that. Are you sure that's the right story? I thought I read. I, I heard. I heard it. They, there was a. There. They want to do it. I mean. Yeah, I thought know. I heard that they wanted to push it to the eighth inning, because. Uh, because the games were going going so quickly and they were losing out on sales and that they were thinking that, which that I, think is bad, I think it's a bad idea i think it's a much better idea that you're what you're talking about is ended sooner 13 i think it's 13 bucks a beer at a baseball game it's unbelievable well i heard they had dollar dog night at the uh, they did they did it was tuesday night. night and had a great crowd for uh, well, i heard you had to wait 55 minutes for a frank is that true that that could have been the case. I mean, I actually went to a Blue Rocks. I went to the Blue Rocks home opener on Tuesday night with my nephew Natan, and I think we were in line for our hot dogs for about an hour anyway. So I had two myself. Um, so you were in line for an hour for a hot dog. Yeah, yeah. Go figure. For two, actually, I had two hot dogs. I Will figured, you explain the logic behind waiting in line for an hour for a dog? Well, I was hungry. I mean, I was hungry. I was going to have to eat somewhere. I mean, they probably didn't have I missed their choices anywhere. There weren't. I mean, concessions were busy that night. So, um, oh, but definitely, yeah. uh, definitely, uh, yeah. I think we had the slowest server in the entire world. Um, but I and someone gave us an extra order of fries. I mean, I thought it was damn nice. But I'm going back on Saturday night. They're playing the Hickory Crawdads. Oh yeah. Uh, I found out that a crawdad is something similar to a shrimp. And so they're playing Hickory, which is the high A level affiliate of the Texas Rangers. So, yeah, is it a craw or a crawdad? Is a crawdad and a crawfish the same thing? I, I that I don't know. It's definitely a southern thing. So maybe it's uh, a variation on a craw on a crawfish. Crawfish. Yeah. yeah so we're crawfish gonna all the time down here. I'm gonna go with my nephew who works for the Nets. And speaking of the Nets, he's. He's he's actually because he works with the Nets, they're they're taking a group down to the Sixers Nets game on Saturday. And then afterwards he's gonna stay. I'm gonna go pick him up in front of Xfinity Live and then go to the game that night. Um so I'm in, I'm looking forward to that. I, I can't say that I'll be rooting for his team though, but he works for the Brooklyn Nets. Um, because I am a Sixers fan and this is NBA playoff time, and uh, your soon-to-be MVP, Joel Embiid, is leading this team to, I believe, a victory in the game yeah, one. Hold on one second. Okay. Keep talking. No, I, I, I have a good feeling about game one on Saturday. I'm a little bit bummed that they've given us the 1 o'clock starting time on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that that is uh, uh, that's just bush league. league. Well, that league. So I had to get up because my dog walked up the steps, and I had my door closed. And what he does is he bangs his head into the door. Oh, until that's you not open good. It. Yeah, no, he bangs his head into the door like a bull until you open it. So that's what I did. Um, so yeah, I you know I don't know. I mean, I I hear what you're saying. I'm kind of over the whole like. Oh, there's Barry. Let me let Barry in. B train. Everyone like, disrespects us type of thing. I'm over it. Who do you cares? find the disrespect stuff is like sort of like uh like a morbid sort of like, oh, no one likes us, bullshit. Because after a while it does get a little bit old. Yeah, I mean I'm over it. I'm what's up, B train? Barry oh, B train. Good to see you. Where where are you? Vacationing, man? It looks like you're vacationing or something. Man, I'm I'm on lunch break. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're spending your lunch break with us of course it's good to it's good to have you we were talking about the disrespect of the sixers and maybe the a one o'clock starting time on a saturday is that disrespect or are we just over overreacting and we should just get over it at this point i'm not gonna lie i am perfectly fine with the one o'clock start Okay. It gives me the rest of my day to either carry joy after a Sixers win or brood and want Doc fired for the rest of the day. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, I'm good with a one o'clock start. Hopefully you won't have that in game one, though. Hopefully, no, no. 
I think Trudy, I'm ex- yeah. Sorry, go ahead, Liv. I'm no, I'm expecting them to to win in game one. I, I I'm expecting a blowout in game one. Yeah, I'm glad, Train, that you feel that way. I'm like so over the respect thing. I respect you just like who do you care? It's a sports team. I don't care. Like I don't care. Really. Where I care is if you're not broadcasting national games, because then I selfishly can't see them. But I don't care about respect. I just want to win games. That's all I care about, you know? And 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 when you win, respect or hate, and maybe sometimes both of them are gonna come your way. So win the damn games. One o'clock. You wanna I'm, I'm with you, B. Play it at one, play it at three, play it at nine. I don't care. Win the damn game. Win the damn series, right? Move on to round two. This is a nationally broadcast game. Is there going to be local coverage of this game, too, on Comcast, or is that done? That's done. Okay, so they're done. Comcast post game, that's about it. So no Allah, no Kate, huh? Nope. Okay. You going to be okay, love? I'll be okay. I mean, I think we had first round, though, last year. I think, if I'm correct, there was first round Comcast coverage last year. Uh, with the Toronto series. So this will be interesting. Um, but I'm fine. I mean, I like Kate. You know, I like Ala. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's uh, bring on the Nets, man. I mean, it shouldn't – we match up well against the Nets, so I don't think there should be much at play in this series. I mean, does this series go more than five games? I don't know. No. Absolutely no. not. Not, not. Okay. Well, they might win one in Brooklyn, uh, the Nets. That's all I'm thinking. Or the Sixers might end up sweeping this series. I mean, that would be that would be nice. Uh, you know, it's interesting. There's some plot lines there, right? I mean, Harden, one of his old teams, right? They, they, I mean, like, so there's there's that plot line. Um, you know, certainly like Mikael Bridges coming back and playing. The team oh. Never. I know. Look, both of you simultaneously went <laughs> like this. And, and so is that up Harden, there? Man. Is that up there with Brad Doherty or Brad Doherty yes. is still is still absolutely, leading? absolutely, okay. yes, it is. You trade you trade this guy for a bag of basketballs and two wooden nickels. Who are you and taking, Roy? Really, Roy Henson or Zaire Smith? I mean, I guess they basically had no career afterwards, anyways. Roy Henson or Zaire Smith? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know. Gosh. No, the worst trade for me was was, I mean, you could you could choose between Barkley and that that you know Moses for Jeff Rowland. Moses Moses for Jeff Rowland. Moses and Terry Catledge and two first round picks for Jeff Rowland and Terry Cadillac Catledge. That was that was probably as bad as it gets, man. Yeah, that's worse than the Barkley trade for me because yeah, got Hornacek. <laughs> it was Jeff Hornacek. Uh, Tim Perry. Yep. And uh, I'm missing yep. one. And, uh, bang, Jeff, Jeff, bang, Jeff bang. No, bang, bang. Bang, bang. Andrew Lang. Andrew, Andrew Lang. Lang. That's who it was. Not, not Jessica Lang, but Andrew Lang, who was your power forward. Or Georgie Niang. Georgie Yang. Bang, bang, George Niang. Yeah, uh, so that. Can I that, tell you about my experience at the game, the Sixers Hawks game? Well, I took, took might, the children. Might I add, you, you got a great game. I mean, that hell of a game, hell of a game. It was so much fun. So I want to tell you, so we get there and we're late because uh, anyone who has children knows that you're always late anytime you're trying to be anywhere. And so we missed the tip off, get there. Uh, we'll go in, sit down, really good seats above. We're right above like where the players come out. But unfortunately, it was where the, the, Hawks. I think the Hawks came out. Actually, I think the Hawks were on the other side. I don't think anyone came out that side. I can't remember. But anyway, so we were there and uh, sit down and this dude, he is huge. He's like this. Uh, Sixers, wear, and his son's wearing an MB jersey. And there were like Sixers fans in our section. It was pretty cool. There were a good representation of Sixers fans in Atlanta, even though we all knew that that was the C team. It wasn't even the B team. That was the C team that we got to watch. And, uh, but, you know, it was, it was my kids, my son's first uh sporting experience my daughter's first basketball game so just watching the look on their faces and like I thought my my son was gonna crap his pants when uh you know they shot the the 
fireworks and the cannons off inside the building. And he's like, cool. And so anyway, that was awesome. But it was cool, man. Watching that second unit beat up on the on the Hawks. Are you kidding me, man? That, like Mac McClung and watching Bang Yang and Jaden Springer. Yeah, he he looks like he could be something, man. He could be something, you know. Found He's gonna out. be your backup point guard next year, hopefully. Yeah, I mean that's what you drafted him for, right? Unless he's he'll probably be in a trade package at some point before next year. I hope not, but <laughs> that's what we do with young talent. My man, B-ball Paul, you know he showed out and showed up, um, and then uh, you know it was fun. It was just fun experience. And I loved it. And it was awesome watching it go into OT and then double OT. And then, no, I think it was just OT. And just OT. Yeah. And then the Sixers yeah. pulled away and it was just, and I gave my kids the option. I was like, do y'all want to leave? And they're like, no. So they ended up with a 1230 bedtime that night. It was worth every bit. Uh, I think they enjoyed it. I know they, and it's it was so sad because they kept saying like, you know, my daughter had an Embiid shirt and my son had a Maxi shirt. And my my they kept asking like, Where's where's Maxi? Where's Embiid? And so we were yeah. like, we couldn't have been further away from the Sixers bench. Like they were on the complete opposite end. So I I was like, oh, I think they may be on the bench over there. Like because I knew that you couldn't really see just to like, and so. But then I almost told them that Maxi. I almost told my son that Maxi was someone else because I got tired of him asking when where Maxi was. Did Maxi make the trip? I thought Maxi was there, or was it? I thought it was Embiid that wasn't there. You told me. And Bede was not there, but I didn't see Maxi on the bench. I did see Harden on the bench. Harden so, was there. I saw him. Yeah, yeah he was wearing a, a, a. You think Harden's going to miss a chance to go to Atlanta? <laughs> Great call. No way. No way. So at the end of the game, so we watched the game, and then at the end, we're like, they're interviewing Jaden Springs, so we're trying to get to the other side of the stadium to, like, just, you know, like, a couple of young Sixers fans. Oh, and they caught one of those things. You know how, like, so in Atlanta, they drop, like, little Chick-fil-A cows out of the – out of the top of this arena and Annabelle caught one. And then the sweet Hawks fan who was sitting next to her and my wife, she gave hers to Crosby. So that was pretty cool. Uh, and, but oh, and we saw your boy, Allah. Uh, so I yelled at Allah while he was running down the, uh, he was running down off the court, like into the locker it's seven room. Seven feet tall, he was running down the court. Yeah, I think he thought he was still playing. It looked like he was trying to catch a flight or something. I don't know what he was doing. He was running, but so anyway. So, but it was a cool experience and uh, it was fun to watch the Hawks because the Hawks were throwing, they had to have had like 10 alley-oops that game. That team is so crazy athletic. But Clint Capella can't make a darn foul shot. I mean, there can. I mean, easy. I mean, so it's sort of rewarding to see the Hawks who gave us so many problems two years ago. It is sort of like, you know, now again, they, they won the, uh, they won the seven, eight game. So they're on and they go on to play your Boston Celtics. I jokingly said your Boston Celtics, but so they have that one eight series. And then um, is there anything interesting coming out of these playoff series? I mean, I know there's a lot of affection for the LA Lakers, like, a lot of affection going on with the Lakers somehow upsetting Memphis in this first round series. And that seems like, I think, no. far-fetched. Absolutely. Yeah. Completely well, agree. I'll say this. Uh, the Bulls-Raptors game, that was great. Yeah. I did not expect – I the first half, I said, okay, the Bulls are getting dog-walked. Let's cut it off. Uh, I got a notification on my phone that the uh, the game got close. Cut it back on. Was like, yeah. oh, what do we have here? And then what happened? Chicago pulls it out. Uh, the Lakers. I mean, as long as LeBron is playing, media is going to fall all over. Oh, the Lakers and they have a shot to upset. They're not upsetting Memphis. Take no, absolutely not. Memphis is too deep. They are. They're they're back to early season form at this point. Yeah. I got one question for you, Trey. Yep. Um, does does Anthony Davis is he he's healthy or no? Yeah, he's healthy. So, we, like, and I, I'm with you on the Lakers. I'm like, I'm over. I'm like, whatever, just lose. And I, I really do want Memphis to win. And I think I like Memphis has like this attitude. I, I they're really interesting to me. But does the fact that they 
they don't have anyone in the middle who can match up with Davis. I mean, they do. Steven? Jaron Jackson. The problem is, is he's very aggressive, so he's super foul prone. How big is he, though? Is he 6'11"? I mean, is he that big? I thought he was, like, he's close about, to 9. He's about 6'10", six, 6'11", six, but he's got, like, a 7'2 uh, wingspan. Got it. Okay. All right. I'm getting I'm getting the uh, the playoff series so we can talk through them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I don't know why. I was thinking uh, Xavier Tillman. Why was I thinking him? Oh, no. I mean, he comes off the bench, but he's not going to do anything. He, he's a body on the floor. That's – He's six fouls. Yeah, right. He's like six. Yeah, I don't know why I wasn't thinking about um, uh, what's the name. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I like Memphis too. What? So, like, can you also explain to me? Because I don't understand how the play-in works. I remember LeBron was crying that he hated the play-in, and now the Lakers, I bet LeBron loves the play-in now. But, like, how does the whole thing work? Because now, tomorrow, it's the Bulls versus the Heat, right? Yep. Yeah. And that's like another play-in. Yep. 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 And then it's it's the Thunder, which I freaking love that the Thunder are playing, man. I love it. I love it. I think it's so fun. Um, against the T Wolves, another team that I really enjoy. I, it's a young team, and they lost to the Lakers. And I, right? Didn't they lose to the Lakers? They lost they the Lakers. Did. Yep. I'm so upset about that. So then they have to play again against OKC to get in. Yes. Got it. Okay. It, it doesn't make much sense. You would think the seven would play the 10 and the eight would play the nine, but the seven and eight play, the loser then hosts the winner of the nine, 10 seed. And they, the goal is that whoever loses and hosts the second game should have it as horrible, be terrible as possible. They only get one day off. Um, so I got a couple of these series. So we're, we're saying the Sixers take the Nets in four or five. Or it doesn't really matter. I'll say five. I go five as well. Then we got the Celtics Hawks. Uh, if memory serves me correctly, I don't think the Hawks have beat Boston at all this year. Wow. Wow. So, so right. and know. that is actually, you know, it's interesting. That's the 330 game on Saturday. So yeah. All right. All right, so I'm going to go Celtics, and I, I think the Hawks still get one. I, I Celtics in five. Okay. I would do the same with you. Train, what about you, bud? Would I agree. You- I think the playoffs, you got to get you got to get one victory. Like, you just can't right. get up get up out of there. You got to get at least one. Right. Now, this is an interesting series. Do the Knicks give the Cavaliers any problems? I don't like that series because both of those teams are very competitive, but they aren't going anywhere. I hate the Knicks, so I'm I'm Cavs all day. If there was ever a sweep going to be, I would like the Cavs to sweep the Knicks, but I think that's going to go seven. Cavs with Donovan Mitchell, who's getting some MVP talk. I mean, definitely career year for this guy. So I would probably say that would go maybe six. I think the Knicks could probably take two in that series. Uh, I'm gonna take Cleveland as well. I think it goes seven. I think that's a that's gonna be one. I think that's gonna be one of the series that we look at as like, wow, that's a great series. Now the 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 mo- one of the more interesting series is the Golden State Sacramento series, and you know Golden State has had a horrible road record this year. Does it really matter when it comes to the playoffs? And can Sacram is Sacramento for real? I mean, they've been consistent this whole season. Totally go under the radar of the Kings. Maybe it's just the fact that they're playing in Sacramento. First time in their first time they're in the playoffs since what 2004, 2005? Yeah. So that's a good series. Yeah. Uh if Mike Brown doesn't get coach of the year, there's a problem. That being said, I don't know, man. Playoff Golden State is a different animal. Like I think they just coast through the season to get in, and then they just t- they just turn it up in the playoffs. And I'm going to agree with you on that. I mean, I, you know, you think Mike Brown might know the Warriors. He was the assistant there for how many years? But I still think the Warriors. You know, sometimes we 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 go with the defending champs, even when we're even when they're suspect. I just think they have too much talent for the Kings. I agree. 
I, I, I see the series going two ways. It's either, I, I don't know why I think this. I think either the, the, the uh, Golden State, the Warriors will sweep the Kings. Or wow. I think yeah. if the Kings, I, I, so I think it depends. I think the Kings could also take this to seven. And I don't know why. And if you have a gun to my head and you say you have to pick one, I'm going to put it out there. I think it's going seven. I think it's going to be the surprise series. And I think it's going to be, I agree, like playoff Golden State is a totally different beast. But for whatever reason, I think that they could still, I think this could be a, the wake-up call that they they may need um, for Golden State. And I think it's, I, I think that's going to be a fun series. So there's actually four games on Saturday from one to like 11 on Saturday. Wow. So yeah, the Sixers Nets, one o'clock. Hawks Celtics, three thirty. Knicks Cavaliers, six o'clock. Warriors Kings, eight thirty. So if you're a real junkie, I mean, you really you, you you'll get your fix sometime on Saturday. That's that's for sure. I mean, like you just have to tune in. It looks like ESPN and then maybe ABC, right? Yep. And yeah, yeah, and then. On Sunday, we at least have two and, series. And wait, can I say oh, one I'm other sorry. thing? One other what? thing, sorry. One other thing that I love about the playoffs, because I don't know about about y'all in, in Delaware, uh, in the Philly area too. Like, I, I haven't seen the Sacramento Kings actually play. Like, that's yeah. going to be fun. And, like, you have me? But, I and, like, teams, like, I have seen Memphis play. But, like, to watch a team like um, – you know, maybe even the Thunder, if they can sneak in. Like, that, that'd that be kind of, like, fun to see some of these teams, like, fresh new blood in there and, like, these young guys. And, you know, it's just crazy. I think about the Kings, and I think Mike Brown, that point, was a good one. And you think, I mean, Mike Brown is a guy who's coached around the league and, you know, for a lot. I thought his reputation was always tied to just coaching LeBron, you know? Yeah, that's and, what I thought. Right. And he's showing out. And then, like, look, like, De'Aaron Fox, remember he was, like, outcast last year and people wanted to trade him for, you know, like you said, two, two, uh, a bag of balls and, and uh, you know, sack full of nickels, you know? And, like, this guy, I mean, this guy had an all-star season. De'Aaron Fox, yep. he was fantastic, right? So, and then when they made the... Uh, Sabonis deal. The Sabonis yeah. deal, right? Like, everyone was like, what are you doing? But that's a deal. I mean, as great as Tyrese Halliburton is, and he's phenomenal... You know, I mean that that deal worked out for both teams. So yeah. I, Kings to me are just an interesting team, and then like from a West Coast perspective, I just love watching Golden State play basketball. Man, I watched several of their games this year. They're just to me. I love Steph. You know, I love Clay. I just love the way like Jordan Poole is fantastic. Like even like some of the young, the younger guys, like Kaminga, like I, I just, I really enjoy Looney, like watching these guys, you know? So uh, I'll definitely be watching Golden State too. It's fun, fun series. Don't forget, Wiggins is coming back. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, so he was tending to his dad, is that right? His dad was yes. sick? Yeah. dad was sick. Yeah. yeah, so do you think, Trey, let me ask you this, is there going to be any... Uh, are they going to be rusty with trying to work him in and figure out how he fits into that offense? Is he, since he's been gone for like, you know, the last several months. I don't think so. Uh, the, the huge difference between basketball and football is basketball. Like you, you can legit, you're running all the time. That stuff is like, you're thinking you're, you're literally thinking basketball 24-7 without trying. So you know where you got to be on the floor, especially with this, in Steve Kerr's offense. It's not highly complex. You just got to get to your spot. That's it. He may be a little gassed, but I think they'll be fine. I don't think he'll I don't think he'll miss a beat. Yeah. Yeah. And I can't wait. That being said, I would bring him off the bench. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Jordan Poole, he's starting for them, right? Or they bring him off the bench? He's sixth man of the year. He's hands down sixth man of the year. Wow. I, I don't know why. I thought he, they were doing the three-guard 
start, but maybe not. I guess not. Um, good series. Yeah, that'll be fun. It'll be fun. And the thing I like about playoff NBA basketball and NHL too, the competition level is ratcheted up so much. It's yes. so, it's so like for as much pain and bitching and moaning, and I'm guilty of this, of uh, that we that we do for how crappy like load management is in the end of the season. Playoff basketball, man, is the intensity and hockey. It's just ratcheted up to a degree. It's so much fun to watch. You watch, I can watch any game and just like get into it. So the 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 aforementioned Lakers play the Grizzlies on Sunday at three. I'm taking the Grizzlies in that, even though I've heard that the Lakers are this finished, accomplished team. D'Angelo Russell's playing on them. Schroeder's coming off the bench. Uh, who else do they have? Achimura's coming off the bench. Austin so Reeves. Austin Reeves. Yeah, I mean, I, I still take the, the Grizzlies in that. Grizzles in six. Grizzles. Grizzles. And then I think it's a great series, Clippers Suns. Uh but I've heard Paul George is injured. Is that is that true? Last I heard, he's injured, but he's playing. Is he um, give it a go? He's going he's gonna to give it a go. Um, I'm sorry. I like Kawhi, but there's no answer for 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 uh, Kevin Durant. They're just – no. But that'll be a fun matchup to watch, won't it? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And the thing is, like, you can't – he's either going to draw Kawhi Leonard – or God forbid, a banged up Paul George. It's lights out. If he draws Paul George, he will eat him for lunch. Yes. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I, I don't think the Clippers have much of a shot in this one. I I love Phoenix in this one. Love them. And I think that's the four five matchup. Interesting. It's interesting. So the Suns win that in six or or less than that. I go. Five. I'm gonna go six. I would go six too. And then, and then I guess the middle game on Sunday is that 5:30 game where the winner of Oklahoma City Minnesota would play Denver, and I can't think of a number one seed that hasn't that's gotten less love than the Denver Nuggets. Uh, this team just seems like you put Oklahoma City up again. They're fun to watch, or Minnesota. That either one of these teams. You know, Denver is probably winning that series, but would give Denver problems in a series. I, I'm not going to lie. I think Denver is susceptible to the banana in the tailpipe in this series. Was it the Sonics <laughs> they beat back in the day? What's that? Yeah, they did beat the Sonics with Dikembe. You know, yeah, they were, and they were eight seed. I think. Uh-oh. I think this. I think the, the tails will turn and. Denver will, as I just said, they will be susceptible to the banana in the tailpipe. I love it, man. That's cool. Uh, Yeah, I I don't, I'm not as confident. Um, I think it will be a series if they play the T-Wolves. I think it'll be less of a series if they play the Thunder. Um, Kind of where I'm, where my head is. What, um, What's the latest on Rudy Gobert, a.k.a. Uh, Muhammad Ali? He's hitting his teammates. It's, I mean, like, that's what you want to see right in time for playoff time, right? Like, He, should be, playing. Like he should be playing tonight because it was only yeah. the one-game suspension. And that's why it's interesting. If Minnesota could get out of this, what type of problems would that give to Denver? With you, You've got two big guys that could play off uh, Jokic. So. Well, do we really want to give Carl Anthony Towns big guy status? <laughs> guy's 6'11 I mean he should have it but he's talking about the way he plays right yeah I just it, it, it pardon me for saying this but it chaps my ass to see guy 6'11 and taller other, other than Kevin Durant let's, let's take Kevin Durant off the board and just drift out and I'm including Joel Embiid in this drift out and want to shoot threes, especially at big cat size. Like he's heavier than Joel Embiid. This dude should be putting people on the block and punishing them all game long. 
Never been his game, I guess. Even going back to college. I am play college, but no, no, he was shooting threes at Kentucky. Oh, yeah, okay. He was. You remember when uh Ben Simmons got him in a like a headlock? Yes. Jumped on top of him. Remember that? Dude, and, and, and Joe he and Joel had like a little back and forth. He and Carl he did. Yeah, they, they yeah. were not fans of one another for a long time. I think uh Carl Anthony Towns' mother, who tragically passed away uh, due to COVID, COVID. I think I think Joel kind of relented on some of the the taunting that he did. That and that was a, that was a sad story. But so we'll have to see. I mean, I think Oklahoma City could be so much fun to watch in the playoffs, though. I mean, I've heard you know Shake Gilgis Alexander has gotten like MVP talk, like fifth candidate. I mean, this is a guy that let's be honest, if he wasn't in Oklahoma City, would be on be a TV superstar. a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if this guy was in New York, he'd be a superstar. If he was in Chicago, even if he'd be in Philadelphia, he'd be a superstar. And, you know, uh, it looks like Oklahoma City, I mean, Sam Presti made a hell of a deal with that trade. Um, but, uh, yeah, That's I mean. Loaded and they have, they, I mean, you want to talk about a war chest. You think, you think Hinky had assets? Holy moly, do they have First round picks from every speaking, team. Speaking of tall people who shoot threes, Chet Holmgren will be on the team next year. That's right. That's right. Chet Hol- Yeah. Um, but you know, I, I and I agree with uh with Shea, but like the other one is Anthony Edwards, man. I think if he were playing anywhere but Minnesota, I think he would also be like I mean, dude, this guy is a he's a stud, man. Like <laughs> He plays both ends of the floor at all-star levels. Yep. yep. Like, there's no like. If that dude stepped in front of me, I'd just be like, "Fuck, are you serious?" Like tonight, right. no matter how good you feel, you can't feel good if Ant Man steps in front of you because he's in your shorts. Play the simple. There are no easy shots. You you darn you, you darn sure put him on the poster. Absolutely not. Yep. No. And he can jump through the roof too, man. He uh, he reminds me like the way he gets up. He he reminds me like he and Ja both have that same explosive, like yeah, just, just ferociously attack the rim. Like it's almost like they're Sean Kemp in like six five body. Right. You know? <laughs> and the, and the thing with Ant Man, like dude is solid. Like he's built like the defensive end. Yeah, he is. He is. He is a hundred percent. Um. And, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, man. Playoffs are here. I love it. So, let's get some predictions, though. We went through the first round, uh, you know, pretty deeply, but give me your NBA – give me your uh, final two, your championship, and then the eventual champion. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to remain off this part because I, I would so much like to save it for the Sixers-Celtics series, which I think is coming, but, yeah. Oh wow! So you're not going to make a prediction? No. Nah. All right. I it's bad luck, man. It's bad karma. Uh, so I will. You're saying that the pat the the Sixers the path over the last path, years is due to bad predictions. Well, no, I just think uh, I don't want to give the TD Garden any more, uh, you know, any more uh, uh, power over me than I have to. And I know. I mean, let's be honest. I know that. Sixers fate goes through TD Garden and, and stealing a game up there. And that's what's got to happen. I mean, how many series have the Sixers gone down to the Celtics in the last, in the Hinky, post Hinky area? Is it more in three or four years, three or four times, or is it three times? Post Hinky? Uh... Well, there was the 2000, there was the, the year before Butler, right? that they lost in five. Saric mm-hmm. was on that team. Yeah. And they, they got swept during the – it might only be two. They got swept during the bubble. The bubble, right. And it might only be two. It just seems yeah. like it's a heck of a lot more. Right. Because it's Boston. Yeah. yeah. And then, of course, if they had beaten Toronto, they would have played Boston in the Eastern Conference Finals, which I thought that year they had them beaten. So it's only been twice, but this team – has always and been in the back Miami last year, they would have played Boston, right? Yep. Yes. Yeah. And then if they beat the Hawks, would they have played Boston too? Uh, I... No, they wouldn't play Milwaukee because Milwaukee beat. Okay. 
You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's mostly been Boston. At least that Boston hasn't beaten us directly. They've always been waiting for us with the idea that they were going to beat us anyways. Except the Butler year, I think they could have probably beaten them and got to the finals. So yeah, there's a lot there, and I mean, obviously, there's the historical rivalry between Boston and Philly. I had I picked up. I was I've been doing Uber a lot recently, and of course, I had a Patriots fan in my car who's like. You know, I'm like six Super Super Bowl titles aren't enough, and you're and you're bitching about one Super Bowl that we beat from from New England in, in 2017. I'm like, dude, and of course he's he's a Celtics fan. From, I guess there are Celtics fans in Providence. I guess that's the closest team to them. But uh, yeah, I mean, I hate the Celtics. Hate them. Hate them. They're on my top three list of teams I hate for sure. Well, there's a lot of teams on there, so maybe it's not three. I can't do that. But uh, I think Phoenix is coming out of the West. I will say that. I absolutely agree. Absolutely right. agree. Train, give us a sleeper team from each. So I, I know you say Phoenix, but give us – I'd love to get a sleeper team from both of you out of each conference. Think final for Cinderella story, NCAA tournament. Give me, give me it, somebody. So when you say sleeper, is, I can't put because I don't think we're getting out of the second round. Mm -hmm. If we get out of the second round, we're going to the finals. I, I stand by that. Uh, if that is not the case, out of the East. No, I don't know. Nobody. No, there are no sleepers. There are no sleepers. No, no. Waveland's not a sleeper. You got, you got a, you got a sleeper team. Maybe he doesn't even get to the finals, but sleeper team is going to make some noise in the playoffs. Oh, absolutely. Cleveland. Absolutely. Cleveland. All right. Maybe, maybe they would take the Bucks to seven or is that. I, I, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. Well, that would be a sleeper. Because I like the defensive backcourt of Holiday and Middleton, but man, Garland and uh, Mitchell, Spider Mitchell, shoot, woo! The, either one of them can light you up for fifty. And Mitchell has—I mean, he has upped his game this year. I give him credit, man. I, I remember that year, like when he came out and he was like, "I'm the real uh, rookie of the year," and he had sour grapes with Ben. Like I, you know, I really was like, like I always thought that Mitchell's his self promotion exceeded his skill, but I, to me, this year he has since that trade he has raised his game a lot. I agree, I agree. And plus, his rookie year he was a volume shooter. Yeah, yeah. No, get up, get up. Well, no, stop. Like, well, there was one game he was in Philly and he took like thirty shots or something. He went like twelve or thirty five or something to get his points. I mean. They let him do that. So, yeah, so you're going with Cleveland? Yeah. What about the West? I like Oklahoma City, man. I like those young boys because they are – you know, they, they can come at you in waves. They can come at you in waves. You don't get that in the NBA nowadays. Like, you get, what, three guys off the bench. Oklahoma City can go they – can, they can hit you with two different starting fives. And that team is set up to that. That if you want to look at like tanking it and doing it well, like you know maybe Hanky had he didn't have enough time to pull off what what uh, Sam Presti's doing. But you look at a team. This is the team that you want, right? Like the Thunder. They're making the playoffs. They are so young; it's insane. And by the way, they have tons of cap space. And by the way, they have a war chest of draft assets that are ridiculous this is a team it went you know with with oklahoma city which i think they're going to stay in oklahoma city that they have the makings of a dynasty and i'm telling you now in two three years from now we're going to look at this team and it's going to be like is anyone uh, to me it kind of it, it i think it could be could be like another golden state out there or i would say maybe san antonio because it seems like they're spending a lot of time into development. It's a small market. It's got a loyal fan base. It's similar to San Antonio, or it seems like they put the blueprints in. It's similar. My uh, team would be Sacramento. 
I think we've talked about them already. That would be my team. I, I you know, again, there are four seats, or are they really a sleeper? Or, or I guess they're a three seed, but again, it's may, not being in the playoffs for so long and everyone is discounting this team. So. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, can I take Golden State or that they're not a sleeper, even though they're, what, six? Are they a six seed? No. What are they? Well, technically, yes, you can. Yes, you can. But, but them getting how, how about this? How about this, Trey? The winner of the Sacramento-Golden State series, it, that's my team, who's, who is going to come out of the West. I'm gonna, I like I'm, that. I like not, that. And it's not that I don't think Phoenix is going to come out of the West, but I just want to do something different than you two. So – Whoever wins Golden State, Sacramento is coming out of the West. That's my prediction. Yeah, that would uh, be, yeah. So, all right. Awesome. Uh, what else, Lev? I know we hit on – so we have the NFL draft in, in a short two weeks from here. We can hit that next week too, though. I mean, we're we can do any – is there any been – have there been any visits to the Philadelphia area by any There's perspective? There's been any visits. Yeah, I have been sort of out of the loop recently. I've been no, I was asking rhetorically because I thought you were setting us up. So no, no, no. I, I, I know you're 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 more into following Howie. I was talking to Rich McKinney. He was saying that Howie was on the Kelsey podcast about talking about how he 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 does business, and you know, I mentioned uh, I mentioned to him about how he used to work with Howie's sister. I remember back in the day, years ago, we would talk about how Howie and how. Howie's profile has certainly uh, – I hope I'm not getting into trouble because I said that, am I? No, we. I, I didn't know if we were teetering on the, the lines of slander or not, so that's why no, I just – No, 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 no. I'm going to give a compliment to Howie. You can say Howie. whatever you want. I cannot because I can't I, – I, let's just say I'm glad I'm not there anymore. But No, no, no. And it sounds like she's a lovely person and Howie's a lovely person. And he's a smart person, and he's done a wonderful job. He's done a wonderful job with the Eagles. And it's interesting because remember, Howie basically, before the Peterson, uh, the Peterson hire, right? He had been, he lost his job and had been, you know, pushed out. He was in the broom closet. Yeah. He had a, yeah, he was pushed in the broom closet. So that's where, uh, so yeah, it, it is, it is an, interesting uh transformation of howie where he is now and i think like even just the fans perception of him because was it last year or was it maybe two years ago two years ago it wasn't very good yeah it wasn't very good and i i think even last year people were like what's this guy doing and then i think he's hit on some draft picks which, oh, by the way, have coincided with him actually taking players from big schools, uh, right. you know, in SEC schools. And I don't think that's the Jalen Rager was the last big right. miss. Because he was the smartest guy in the room, you know, instead of, of going the route that he should have gone. So I think that there's some of that going on. Um, I think, look, like the trade for AJ Brown, right? Fantastic. The trade to bring in Slay a couple years ago, another great move. Howie has made some, you know, the 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 trade that he keeps making with teams to acquire, you know, that number one pick down the road. And, you know, I, I, I'm going to have like my list. Last year I gave you all, I think the last two years, I've had a list of five guys that I think the Eagles will draft one of these guys. And uh, I'll, I'll say that that on both those lists, I had both players. Now it's not a credit to me. It's just I don't I don't think it's too hard to to figure that stuff out. I think this year I will be surprised if four quarterbacks go in the top ten picks, which I think is what's happening. And I actually think it's going to be the top five picks. It sounds like based on what's happening. I think Howie's trading out of ten, man, and I think yeah. he's going to acquire another number one pick, another future pick. Yeah, that's I agree. Now, would they move down further in the draft and keep their two number ones and then get another one for the next year, or would they just just keep the, the 30th pick? My my opinion is that if they move the first pick, they will stay on the second pick. Uh, they will move one of these picks for sure. And the advantage of having the first-round picks – so the disadvantage, 
at 10 is obviously the higher salary, which, you know, right. in a world where they're going to be paying Jalen Hurts, they got to be thinking about these things. But with the first round, you get an extra year of control. So you get a, you're, they're signing five year contracts instead of four, which is where it happens. In a second. And I think as you are constructing a team with Jalen Hurts as your quarterback, where you're, you know, the, we talked about this, the whole setup of the team is going to change because you're, allocating so much salary into one position he's going to have to hit on these picks so i think he's moving 10 i think he's going to move back and i think he's going to acquire another one and then i think he's probably going to we're probably going to end up drafting in the teens and then um at 30 again that's that's my prediction i like it what's you i like it yeah okay and, and uh, I got I got some players and like that I'd love to see, but I'll, I'll we'll hold off on that till next week. Or the SEC possible. guys, uh, mixture mixture of guys. Mixture. I mean, I you guys that. know like one guy that I love. I said this on the show, and Train. I think I said this with you was uh, I, I I love Joey Porter Jr. Man, I love him. You know, I I I love him. I really like Joey Porter. I've been talking. I like Joey Porter. I like the, uh, the the safety kid out of Alabama who I think could also play corner. Brian Branch. Yep. Yeah, I really like it. I, like it, it to me, it's Porter, and then Branch, and then everybody else. Yeah, yeah. And that's if we stay at ten. Right. That and that and that's also assuming. I know you and I talked about this too. We love uh, the kid from Oregon too, but he's not going to be there. Uh, that cornerback. From Oregon, he's not going to be yeah, there. Gonzalez. Yeah, he'll be the first. Christian Gonzalez. He'll be the first one off the board. First one. Not a quarterback. And I think um, the and then of course the question comes up with um, you know with like what are they going to do if they stay at ten? I I just think they're moving. I just think they're moving out of ten. And uh, yeah, I mean, and it's interesting. Have you heard the stories? I'll just I'll just finish with this. Have you heard the stories that like a lot of insiders are coming out and saying, if you would have told me last year, like they all thought that Russell Wilson was going to Philly or the commanders. And based on what they heard last year at the coaches meetings, like Denver apparently came out of nowhere. And look at where Denver is. Look at where the Eagles are in Washington still does not have a quarterback. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, big news out. Have, did you hear that? Uh, they have a new owner. They do. Share the love, Lev. $6 billion later, Daniel Snyder is selling the Washington Commanders to your Josh Harris. Isn't, the, isn't that the uh, owner of the Houston uh, Houston Rockets? No, Josh Harris Houston is our Rockets Sixers the owner. East. Sixers and owner of the Nets. And I believe Magic what? Johnson is in this ownership group. Magic, besides the movie theaters, besides the Starbucks, I think he sold his ownership in the Dodgers. So he is yeah. now he is now going to be at Commanders games. I, I guess you need Magic to try and get the new stadium too, because he's got the smile. And I know they're looking for a new stadium in Ashburn, Virginia, or up in D.C. So yeah, I mean, I don't know if that means anything to the NFL. It's good to get a horrible person out of football who's just. A, <laughs> Horrible owner who has no clue what the heck they're doing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, to, a, a, I guess, a proud again organization. Right. If I'm a player, I'm excited. Yeah. You know what's funny is um, Josh Harris now owns the Sixers, uh, the Devils. Commandos, yeah. and he also owns your New Jersey Devils. And some minor league hockey teams, <laughs> He has minor league hockey teams. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. yeah. There's a whole um, group. I mean, it's a whole big group. I mean, obviously, I mean, I guess now they just have to buy a baseball team. But this, 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 this is a record-breaking sale. I mean, six, six billion. I mean, I guess, uh, the, you know, as bad as the Redskins slash Commanders have been in the last thirty years, I mean, one of the most valuable teams in, in professional sports. I guess this has broken the record, right? For total sports sales by a lot. Um, so yeah. probably, probably, uh, train couple other quick questions. Rapid fire. Lev and I spoke about this. 
your thoughts, Bryce at first base. You hear about this? I did. Uh, isn't it kind of late for him to be learning a new position? I just think if he's trying to get back on the field, I'm all about it. It's, yeah, I, me too. Because first base is usually where – didn't they usually – like, I feel like in Little League, they used to put the worst fielder at first base because all you had to do was catch the Correct. Ball, Correct. Know? Now, in the majors, it's a little different. But, you know, and Bryce can't come back until uh, – it's not even necessarily, like, throwing. It's apparently the sliding. You can rupture your elbow when you slide. And so he can't come back until he gets cleared for that. But it sounds like, I mean, they're saying end of May now. And, you know, uh, he's, he's, he's taking full swings and everything. So that's pretty encouraging. Listen, Bryce is my guy, man. Like yeah. when I, this year I had to auto draft my team, but usually when I'm doing fantasy baseball, like that's my guy. Like he, I don't care how bad he's playing. And if he's playing really good, I hope he falls to me. But, like, that's that's my – no ifs, ands, or buts. He's always my pick. I tried to trade for him um, the second day of the league, and the guy turned me down. And I, like, made him an insane offer just because – same thing. Like, I love Bryce, my favorite player. And, and uh, you know, now that he's a Philly, he's my favorite player. So, anyway, um, cool stuff. And I was thinking about the evolution of Bryce. I know we've talked about this before. And uh, it's just so interesting to hear, like, there's a great article in the New York Times today about him and, like, play, him playing first base and uh, his willingness to do so. And just like he said, he's like, I'll do whatever it takes to get on this field to help put this team in a position to win. Like, all I want to do is win. Like, all I want to do is help this team win. And, you know, when you think about your perception of what this guy was before he arrived at Philly in Philly, and then you think about how you feel about him now, for me, at least, I know it's been a total 180. I liked him in Washington. I love him in Philly. Lev, what do you think, man? I, I'm i happy to have him. I'm, I'm, you know, it also means that you don't have him as your full-time DH, which is, you know, I know there was an issue with Castellanos and Schwarber being in the outfield together. Uh, so this allows you to have your first baseman. Derek Hall is not coming back for at least two months. So that would fit in nicely. And hopefully you don't need him as your regular first baseman when he comes back. And it might give you some options with Hoskins in the future that you don't need yeah. to bring him back. Maybe this is a permanent switch with Bryce. Maybe it works out perfectly. Maybe he's your full-time first baseman next year. You've got him under contract for 10 more years or whatever. Then you can uh, you can use that money wisely in the outfield, yeah. If you need to, yeah. I, I, I love I agree. I love that, and it also prolongs his career because he can still be a field player. I, he's just like such a ridiculous talent to me that it 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 it. I hate having him at DH. Like I want to see him in the field. Like he was, he had a he had a good arm. You know, he he had decent range. He had great range when he was younger, but he he has good range in the outfield. Uh, and so if you have to use him at first base and look, if that prolongs his career, cause like you said, he's going to be here for another decade. Let's do what we have to do to do that and, and try to fill another outfield position if we need to do that, you know? So um, I'm with you guys. So any, any shout outs before we head on out of here? Uh, no, no, no. Well, my mom is going away. So uh, she's going to Europe. So I got a favor to ask anyone, you know, if you need someone to call, I'm available this week. I'd love to hear from you. You know, uh, I, I'm looking forward to talking to all of you out there. Um, if you've got my number, I'm assuming you've got my number. I, I'm not going to post it on here, but I'd love to hear from you all. I thought you were going to put it out there for him. Left. No, 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 no. Remember that time we gave Sean Ennis's beeper number out on the radio station and W when we, we were at Delaware? Oh, we did? That, 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 I'm wondering if you got a lot of hits. I'm just wondering if I'd be getting some weird phone calls. And I'm sure I would. I'd, I'd be getting some jerky boys phone calls. So, <laughs> you may. You may. Uh, well, we'll that, that'll be a good time. And, uh, let me know if you have more time to do these podcasts because we'll do Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next week. Next week. Definitely. Definitely. We'll miss Charlotte being our uh, our background yeah, the, guest. The unofficial, like she was at the, the front door getting the mail while during the show. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you guys? You got any shout-outs? Nah, my shout-outs for you, just to you guys, man. Uh, it was funny that uh, Ross hit me up, asked me to come on, because I was thinking about you guys. 
And uh, I was in the midst of composing a text, like, hey, you know, just checking in with you fellas. Uh, when's the show coming up? Boom, here we are. Train, just say, hey, man, I'm ready to be put in the show. When can you get me in? I'm always on the bench, player. You know me. It had been a minute. Man, you know, coach. It's man, man, man. Yeah, yeah. No, it had been a minute since you've been on. Uh, hey, in, in case anyone's interested, I'm going to put this out there. I don't know how Matt Money feels about me putting this out there. So we've been talking, he and I, about doing something, commemorate right. this special year of the 50th anniversary of many of us, our existence. Yeah. I think what we're planning to do is take a guy's trip. Um, to the beach, yeah. to the yeah. shore, I think. We're, we're look, now we're looking at maybe doing Tampa uh, for a quick Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Out of, so Thursday to Sunday. Um, weekend, and I think what Matt Money was saying was, I thought he had said that the Wilmington Airport flies directly yeah. to Tampa. That yeah. is correct. Yeah, so we're working on some weekends, um, but share That sounds with, wonderful, man. Yeah, so share with whomever. We're gonna we're working on details. We're trying to flood, figure it out and get it figured out so we can do it this summer before we any of us. Fifty, including the man who I'm looking at, who turned fifty before any of us, yeah. but looks doesn't look like a day over forty nine. <laughs> I mean, you're looking good, brother. Thank you. All you guys are looking good. So I think I think the uh, the sunlight is blocking all my green, so you can't see him. Ah, man, it, it looks good. It looks good. I like it. It's a good look. Um, so anyway, keep that on the back burner for both of you and for anyone else who you think would want to join us on, on uh, a weekend of debauchery and reminiscing about things that may or may not have actually happened. But as we remember them, we, we do tend to embellish a little bit. So um, anyway, without further ado, yeah, excited for the weekend, excited to be with y'all. I uh, hope everyone had a good Easter and a happy Passover. And like we always do. Oh, Lev, you want to say something? No, we out. <laughs> oh, you were doing the magic I gotta go to work, man. I gotta go I to work. I didn't know what sir. you were doing. You were doing like the no, magic. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm the finger man. No, whenever you're ready with the music. After, after your, after you know. Can you hear it? Do the train can hear. I hope Lev can hear it. Got it. Yeah, yeah.